Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Pame! Our Lexi for today is Nistia, Nistia or fasting. Fasting has become a very popular way as of late to cleanse your body of toxins. Lots of people do something called intermittent fasting or various meal timing schedules that cycle between voluntary fasting and non-fasting over a period of time. Currently, Orthodox Christians are winding down from our Lenten fast or Nistia of certain foods, language, and behaviors. And we do that to develop our spiritual strength as we approach Pascha on April 24th. Any way you use or view Nistia or fasting, it's a healthy tool to balance the mind with the body and the spirit. This is Kira Moran, president of Kingdom Farms and proud sponsor of Kefi Life. Kingdom Farms provides organic meats, poultry, and fish throughout the USA. Kingdom Farms has been blessed for 52 years with providing the highest quality foods to all our customers. Please contact Kingdom Farms for your culinary needs at www.kingdomfarms.com. Love your food, love yourself with the healing powers of Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Cold extraction, Kalamata olives from the Peloponnese, Greece, this liquid gold, provides nutrition to your salads, veggies, dips, proteins, and yes, even your skin. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil is an anti-aging wonder food that tastes good, feels sensational, and it has a profound way to express who you are, a person of vibrance, longevity, and well-being. I invite you to experience this food that I call a gift from the earth. Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Visit us now, kefilife.shop, and get your yummy bottle of healthy elixir, the best olive oil from our growers in Greece to your personal home for your personal wellness. Visit kefilife.shop for Kefi Life Extra Virgin Olive Oil. That's kefilife.shop. Hello all, I'm so happy that you joined me here for Kefi Life. Today we are talking everything produce in the Mediterranean Greek diet. Yes, this is one of my favorite topics because I have discovered a whole new way to engage in vegetables as I have gotten older. You know, vegetables can be delectable and they can be filling if property properly prepared. And this is one reason that I adore my Greek heritage well because of the value and of the impact of a food on an entire culture. We Greeks, we have a way of incorporating the garden's gifts into a healthy, happy life. And the entire world can benefit from this. I experienced the garden beauty tenfold when I visited the island of Ikaria. My friends there, grow a community garden. Wow, what a plentiful way to prosper in life. And today my guest, Elena Baravantes, who by the way, I must give her the proper introduction, is an award-winning registered dietitian. She's a nutritionist, a writer. She specializes in the Mediterranean diet. Uh, she's a clinical dietitian. She's got a whole boatload of information on food and nutrition. She writes, consults, teaches both in the US and Greece. And she, Elena, is going to give us a beautiful glimpse inside the power of vegetables. Welcome. Hi, nice to see you. 
It is so good to see you. I wish I was in your kitchen right now. You're in Athens, Greece. Have you prepared anything really delicious lately with vegetables that you want to tell us about? Uh, well, today we are eating lentil stew, the Greek style. Okay, it's a it's a legume, let's say. But uh, and in the you usually have uh, salad at night, so we have a large salad with uh, the whatever you know greenery is in season at the time. You know, since we're talking about what you ate. What is like the order of the food or how do you, what would you choose a proino or a breakfast, a lunch and a dinner? How would that go in Greece? Well, traditionally, you probably already know this, breakfast isn't a very large meal in Greece. Uh, so we, it's almost like they're doing a sort of like an intermittent fasting where the, the larger breakfast is mid-morning. So around 10, 11, you might have a spinach pie or maybe even a cheese pie like spanakopita or tiropita. Uh, I generally, the breakfast traditionally was not a sweet breakfast. So it might be some yogurt with nuts or some bread and cheese or bread and tomato or bread and olives. So generally, personally, I try to avoid eating a sweet breakfast. I like eating a savory breakfast because it helps set the tone and keep my blood sugars balanced. And uh, so that's how we choose that. Um, we basically, or during the week, the diet is plant-based. There's very little meat, if any. So we save our meat eating days for the weekends, either chicken or maybe some red meat. But now with Easter coming up, we will have the famous lamb. And lunch is a vegetable-based meal, usually cooked vegetables like a casserole, a vegetable casserole or beans like the lentils I mentioned, or in the evening, a salad, which is something a bit lighter. Uh, earlier I mentioned, oh, by the way, arnaki, do you do it for new or do you do it on the spit? Do you use rosemary? How do you prepare your lamb? <laughs> well, I'm lucky that we come from, uh, we have uh, some land where we have lambs so we get to have a whole lamb and we when we leave Athens, we go to my parents uh, uh, hometown and we have a um, yard there and we we roast the lamb. You know, it's a whole process. You know, you, it starts three days before. Uh, otherwise, if we're in town, then it'll be in the oven with potatoes. And that's that's also very tasty. I've always wanted to visit Greece at Pascha time because it is just such a, a really spiritually uplifting mind, body, spirit uh, experience, but that's for another episode. Elena, where in Greece are you from? You're in Athens now, but you said when you go to your parents' Koryor village, where is that? So my mother is from Tripoli, which is in Peloponiso, from, from inside. So it's a town, not a village. And my father is from a village outside of Tripoli, which is known as Achladokabos. And uh, it's a, it's, full of olive trees. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Elena, you're a registered dietitian and you're very well respected abroad in Europe and also here in America. How did you become interested in dietetics, especially with the Mediterranean style of cooking? Well, I was always interested, even as a teenager, on how we can improve our, our ourselves, whether that would be with uh, exercise or what we were eating or working on our um, emotional uh, situation, which is why I also studied psychology. I studied both nutrition and psychology. I'm also a personal trainer. So all three of these things to me felt like they were uh, helping the body and the soul. Uh, 
um, placing that with uh, the fact that my mother was very uh, a hardcore Greek um, um, supporter of Greek food growing up in the U.S., that's where I got my interest more in, in the traditional diet of my uh, ancestors and my parents and myself. And then I focused more on the Mediterranean diet. We're going to focus on vegetables today. Um, Lachanika, did I say that right? Yes, perfect. The, okay, Lachanika. Um, what are Greek staples in the produce department? Like what are the staples that we need to consume on a regular basis? Great question. Well, it, it's seasonal. So in the summer, it's all about tomatoes, cucumbers, uh, eggplant, zucchini, um, and herbs, different herbs that you may not find uh, in the supermarket. Uh, we, we can call them greens, which in Greek we call them horta. And horta, I find, are the, the secret of the Mediterranean diet and the Greek diet in particular. They're very rich in antioxidants. They are a source of omega-3 fatty acids. And um, it's something unique in, the, in Greece as well, where, you know, we eat horta, we just boil these greens and have them with some olive oil and lemon. All of these ingredients are rich in antioxidants. So those, I would say, in the summer are staples. And of course, seasonal uh, summer fruit. In the winter, though, we don't eat tomatoes. You know, that's it. tomatoes are very good when they're in season. To make a salad in the winter with tomatoes is, you know, it's not the nutrients so much. It's that you're losing the beauty of, of what a tomato tastes like. So in the winter, it's more seasonal. We have cauliflower, broccoli, uh, certain beans, you know. So it's always, it's, it depends on the season. One thing that I love about uh, Greeks preparing the Mediterranean diet is that they get really creative with their vegetables. One of my favorite, and a good friend of mine taught me this recipe, mwah, outstanding, it's called briami. And I could eat this for five days straight, all these mixed vegetables. Do you believe that that is the way to consume vegetables on a daily basis is if you get creative and add some type of interesting flavor to the vegetable, although we don't want to lose the integrity of what the nutritional value is. So what do you think? Yes. I mean, Briami is one of my favorites too. I can't wait now that summer is coming to be making this again. So uh, I can eat the whole pan, honestly. And I think a lot of people uh, who are not Mediterranean, when they start making these recipes, because it's really all about the olive oil, this becomes very tasty because there's olive oil in it and you roast it and it becomes crispy and flavorful as opposed to it being just these roasted semi-boiled vegetables that would taste completely different, even though it's the same, the same thing. And I think a lot of people who are not Mediterranean, when they have a meal like this, they can't believe that they're just eating vegetables and they're satisfied that they, they don't need anything else. And so it's not so much making it interesting. For me, the magic comes with the olive oil. When you cook with so much olive oil so much, you're not eating all of it, but it is being cooked in it. And just simple herbs, it brings out the flavors of the zucchini, the eggplant, the potatoes. So it's more of how they use the olive oil with the vegetables uh, that make them um, irresistible, really. Let's talk about the irresistible herbs that add the flavor. Which are the top, like, let's say three or five 
that are used in the Mediterranean diet? So this differs a little bit Greece and Italy. That's where we're focused. So Greek cuisine and Italian are mainly a, a herb-based cuisine. They're not that much about spices like we see maybe in more Middle Eastern countries. or So they're more herbal. And the main ones in Greece, is, of course, is oregano. I mean, oregano is almost in everything. It's one of the... <laughs> It's considered a superfood in terms of antioxidant activity. Um, the USDA had had uh, uh, had a study where they compared the antioxidant capacity of herbs, and they found that antiox that oregano had the highest uh, amount. Uh, then we have dill. Dill is used. Parsley is used. These are the three basic ones. You need to have parsley, dill, and oregano in Greek cuisine. And then in Italian, we also add the basil, of course. Uh, and another one, which is one of my favorites, especially in pies and savory pies, is mint. Um, so those are, you know, the the herbs that one can have. And what I do is I actually I'll cut them and freeze them. I freeze dry them so that I can use them anytime and not be worried, you know, that they're going to go bad or so I have them all year round in my freezer. Excellent. So you always have them available. And you mm-hmm. mentioned earlier when we were talking in the green room before the interview started about uh, purchasing vegetables, the price of vegetables, and how to get around that cost if that is a concern of someone's budget. So, yeah, there's a, there are first, you know, you try and have seasonal vegetables or vegetables that are closer to where you are because it's better for your uh, financial situation, but it's better for the environment. You don't want to be getting, you know, some sort of uh, vegetable that's coming from the other side of the world. The other thing that helps is using frozen vegetables. And frozen vegetables are, as long as there's nothing else added to them, are uh, maintain their nutritional value. They're frozen at their peak ripeness. And you can have them, you can make a vegetable casserole, like the one I mentioned with uh, the peas, anytime. You just need the frozen vegetables. You can use uh, canned tomatoes or tomato paste. And you can have a meal that's healthy without spending all this time and money if you are not able to find fresh vegetables. Okay, so there's always a solution. And I, I really believe if there's you know, I'm not on a mission to do this, but I think it is important for people to embrace vegetables. Okay, I say this a lot because why it comes from the earth, uh, the nutrients of the sun are on the vegetables. They are, as you mentioned, high in antioxidants and so full of vitamins. If someone's been nervous about vegetables or they're like, "Uh, they don't taste that good, what would you say to them as a registered dietitian and also a person who has lived the Mediterranean diet all your life? Well, what I've, my experience with people who are worried about it is that, I mean, I get emails from people all the time saying, I hate, you know, I hate green beans. And then they make them like, I can't believe this. These are great. I, you know, I, I ate the whole thing. So it, it has to do with the olive oil again and the way it's slow, it's, it's slow cooked. You know, you're not boiling vegetables. You're simmering vegetables with the herbs and the tomatoes and a bit of garlic and a bit of onion. And it all tastes very good. It's not those water boiled vegetables that we think of. So I think if they, if they are able to just experiment, I guess, try this type of recipe with olive oil, not be afraid of using that olive oil, that amount of olive oil, 
then they'll be pleasantly surprised. Okay. That's why we got to check out your cookbook, The Mediterranean Diet for Beginners, right? Yes. The Mediterranean Diet Cookbook for Beginners. Yes. I have to talk to you about onions, garlic, lemon, salt, and pepper. I love these. When I buy an onion and I use half of it, first of all, how do I store an onion? And if I cut it in half, do I put it in the fridge? Do I put it back in the pantry? How do I store my onions and potatoes? Well, you can, when you, if you use half an onion, you can, you need to wrap it and keep it in the refrigerator if it's already cut and peeled. Uh, the other thing you can do, because I, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of chopping onions. So what I'll do is I'll chop them all together and then I'll freeze the other half and then I can use it directly in my pan. Oh. Yeah. So that's, that's a, a little Okay. Trick. I didn't even think about this. Yeah. Yeah. Now A little trick. So you pre-chop. Yeah, I chop them and then I, I you freeze dry them. So you have to spread them out on a pan and, and freeze them. And then you put them in a little bag and you can use as you need, you know, especially for cooked meals. You don't need to defrost them or anything like that. What about garlic? I leave my garlic out. I don't refrigerate it. Tell me the best way to um, benefit from garlic. Yes, garlic is left outside. Uh, the best way uh, is to... It, it's better not to mince it using, you know, the a press. It's better to chop it. Uh, it's important that you don't burn it. Some people, you know, they they saute onion and then we add garlic at the same time. Garlic is much more sensitive to heat, uh, but garlic also is great if you add it fresh. Uh, this is a bit difficult for some people to tolerate, but a secret that uh, Greek. Yayades used to do, Greek grandmothers, is uh, put some finely chopped some garlic, put it in a little uh, uh, cup, like a coffee cup, a small one with a little bit of olive oil, and then they pour that over the vegetables. And you have this fresh garlic taste that hasn't been cooked, though. It's, it's a different flavor. Oh boy, the yayas are full of great <laughs> ideas. I, lo- I love the older generation. All right, we are almost out of time, but I'd love for you to share with us. I saw this, uh, your interview with WGN, and you were talking about figs, the nutritional value, how many types there are, and this terrific recipe. In about a minute or so, can you tell us, are figs good for us? Why? And also, how many types are there? And if you don't have time for the recipe, the one with the nuts, where can we find it? Great. So figs are, you know, they're an excellent uh, snack because they're a source of antioxidants, fiber, uh, uh, many minerals. And so they're great just to eat as they are, dried or fresh. Um, There are different types of figs. Uh, Greece is known for its figs. California has great figs. Uh, But basically gold, golden figs are the lighter colored one. And then we have the darker figs, which are called mission figs. And they have slightly more antioxidants because of the color. Uh, my recipe, which you can find in the book, is called Roasted Stuffed Figs. And it basically includes things we have in the house, a mixture of walnuts, almonds, a bit of sugar, a bit of sesame seed. And you mix that up, you put it in your uh, fig, and you roast the figs uh, at for 10 minutes at low heat, and then you pour on top a little type of honey syrup, which makes it almost, you know, um, like a, a, a rich dessert, even though it's it's much healthier. That's a great recipe, and I love that we can get creative with the Mediterranean diet. The Mediterranean diet, while it is one of the healthiest in the world, it's um, good for everybody. Try it. 
consider Elena Paravantes's cookbook. It's the Mediterranean cookbook for beginners. Did I say that right? Uh, yeah, the Mediterranean diet cookbook for beginners. Yes. And it's for sale everywhere. And quickly, just let us know for the folks that are new to your um, expertise and information, what is the best way for them to follow you and learn even more about you, Elena? Well, the best way is to visit olivetomato.com, the two ingredients, main ingredients of the Mediterranean diet. You can subscribe to my newsletter and get uh, directly to your inbox uh, new recipes, news, my monthly newsletter. And you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Well, Elena, it went way too fast and we're going to have to have you back. I hope that you'll join us again because you have just been a breath of fresh air. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. Nice cala and calopasca. Thank you. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. Hola, cala. This Ola Kala moment brought to you by the law offices of Liston and Centillus, ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. One of the three staple herbs of the Greek diet, oregano, has a powerful nutrient value and a pretty cool meaningful symbolism. Oregano is a symbol of love, protection, and joy. It's native to the Mediterranean area And fresh oregano, a superfood rich in antioxidants, tastes excellent on salads and vegetables, meats and fishes, and egg dishes. In its pure essential oil form, it can be added, a tiny drop, only as it's fiercely strong, to a tea along with honey and lemon to clear up a cold and sore throat. Caution though, if using oregano oil, do not get it near your eyes or use topically because it will burn. Many uses and even more benefits to the human body with oregano. It's Olakala when your kitchen has oregano readily available to create a memorable and delicious Mediterranean dish. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit kefilife.com at KefiLife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.